It's the Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. Opportunity We're keeping our limited time offer open while Ireland remain involved at the World Cup. Once we're out or once we win it, the offer will end. Just go to offtheball.com forward slash join for all the details. Off The Ball. Rugby on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. I think during the games is, is you're just trying to reconfirm or, or spot something that maybe you thought was going to happen during the week um, making sure it is happening or something that obviously it's tricky for the coaches they have their own areas so it's trying to be a little bit detached from um, the kind of the, the, the the bits that they're responsible and trying to give them something that maybe they're not seeing so if a winger's changed position late or um, even down to small things like a starting lineup change obviously they're just coming out of a warm-up um, so there's always that like period of the first five or ten minutes where you're trying to figure out where they set up the way maybe you were hoping that they would be or um, you're not going to touch that sorry and um, yeah set up the way that we thought they were going to be so and then during the week, like how much is there a team of analysts? How much goes into actually the day-to-day stuff? So we've we've three with us here: myself, John Buckley, and Alan Walsh. And then we've got two two data guys back in Dublin, and um, that are just working on, and they've been working on the route all the way. And they have to be all the way to a final, so and um, that's their they're nicely detached from this and then uh, as we progress we lean into their work more take it on and then put it into into practice straight out um, so we're not getting caught up in that ourselves see you again. Actually, I'll see what you really end up going to on to kind of, So when you come up against, uh, you know, you worked with George Smith, when you come up against his kind of analytical mind, they're almost like kind of off the ball. What's that like when you come up against uh, his kind of analytical mind? I think the one thing in that is like that, that they're, they've all got analytical minds. I think maybe his was probably the one that was spoken about the most. But if you look at, say, Faz's approach, you look at Simon used to be the detail that they've gone into with the line out. Any coach who gets to this level, I think, has to have a mind that is significantly um, analytical and, and Joe's detail is, is well spoken about but what maybe doesn't get the same amount of, of, of press is that the amount of thought that, that Faz would or uh, Paulie, Simon, Catty and Foggs go into you know you're talking about Foggs is like moving six inches left in a scrum or something like that and I think that's where um, where Joe's kind of been a reputation built around it but Anything that he would have come up with, or that he, that he would have um, kind of led in Irish rugby, obviously the, the remnants are still there, and um, we've we've all benefited from that. And in the same way that somebody like Felix leaves the Irish system and goes to South Africa, so that's just the natural way it goes. And and when a coach leaves, they take stuff with them, and they leave stuff behind. So, uh, Connor, from your previous World Cup experience, are you as fond as you've ever been to finally get into that World Cup for yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah is a short answer. Um, we've talked about, and people have talked about what we've done over the last number of years, and I suppose the level of performance that we've we've been able to achieve, and, and, the, and the, the big wins and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, is the short answer. It, it gives us massive belief in, in terms of the ability we have in the squad and, and what we can do. And, on, on the other side, is, you know, there's, there's enough of us in the room that have you know, been through these quarterfinals and know how tough they are to win and, 
it all comes down to on the day. So um, yeah, like we've we've done good things over the, over the past few years. There's probably a bit more built up behind us in terms of, of what we've done. Um, so yeah, like this is you know we feel in a good space uh, in terms of what we can deliver. You know, like Finney was saying. You don't really know what's going to come with the old blacks here. You have an idea, but you know, with with Joe and, and people like that behind the scenes, we we've got to be ready for things that we might not expect. So um, yeah, I suppose we we're, we're in a good place, and it, it's yeah, it's as good as a position as we've ever been in. Most of the same that we know we know what it's going to be. Highlights, Connor. Just one for you. I was asking the players about the Irish fans and the influence that they're having. Um, other nations are now speaking about the fans and saying, you know, it's incredible to see them and the effect they're having. For you, is this the best experience in Irish fans that you've ever felt? Yeah, and so um, I was chatting to Scotland's Chris Harris after the game, and he was saying, like, you know, your fans are they're a thing now. People, people are talking about them, and they certainly are. Um, you know. We stay outside of Paris a little bit, and you know, getting the bus into the stadium on match day is uh, is fine thing. Like you know, a lot of us have been around a while and have played in big stadiums and big occasions, but this is definitely another level. Um, the songs they're starting to sing that have kind of taken over. Um, you know, to get to that stage, you know, at the end of the game with a win is, is certainly a little, a little part of the motivation to you know to hear that again and, and you know give those give those fans who. You know, got deep into their pockets to keep turning up um, week and week, week in, week out. And, um, yeah, they deserve something, something special, and, and they definitely give us a lift. You know, it feels, it really feels like a home game in that, in that stadium at the moment. When you mentioned the songs, do you like hearing Zombie? Yeah, it's a limit, man. It's uh, haven't been to a few early games since it's one we when we get behind. Bundy thinks they're singing Bundy, Bundy at the time, but then they're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you've obviously played with Johnny for a very long time. He seems to be really enjoying this world football on the pitch. You see him playing the game with the crowd a lot and kind of soaking up the atmosphere. Can you just tell us a little bit what he's been like behind the scenes and have you noticed the different men we've compared to the season ago? He's been a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, you're right. I think. Um, I suppose, firstly, John is playing unbelievable rugby. I think that's, you know, any any player when when they're playing well, they tend to be in better moods around the place. And, you know, Johnny, obviously an unbelievable leader of the team, um, but expects really high standards of himself. And I think he's, you know, whatever age he is, he's, he's playing some of the best rugby of his life. And, um, he kind of reflects the, the mood in the camp. Like, I don't know how many times I've said it in the media, how, Enjoyable it is in, in the environment that we've created and Faz and, and everyone um, down from there has created. So he's he's just another player that's that's loving life at the moment. And since Faz said it's you know right now that this is living and you know we're we're in a, an extremely privileged position. You know, talk about the fans coming over and you know they're they're over to support us and um, it's a truly special place to be. Um, and you know that's again part of the motivation to, to keep this thing going. Connor, uh, the All Blacks have spoken about them being a totally different team compared to last summer. Um, does that work both ways? And can you give us any insight into why Ireland have evolved since you last faced them? Yeah, I think every every team tries to evolve, tries to improve game on game, year on year. And um, the All Blacks are no different. Um, you know what what happened in the summer was incredible. It was it was really special 
tour really special series win. Um, you know, but we, we've the way Vinny and all the lads have analysed them, and, and we've we've seen a lot of it too. They've they've definitely improved. You know, they've 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 grown their game. They've learned from definitely that that series. And you know, if you stand still as a team in the, in the modern era, you're, you're going to get left behind. So both teams have have developed. Um, I played against the All Blacks, where we beat them. And we played them a week later. And, they're a completely different animal. Um, so if you want, if you look at it that way, I suppose will there be a reaction from the summer? Like people, I've heard people talk about that. Use it as motivation. I'm sure they will be, and that they'll be coming up with a, a point to prove. And um, sure, World Cups, they're going to start playing unbelievable side. So um, you know, we got to be got to be ready for the best version of, of them on, on the weekend. Connor, experience is obviously important, but there's loads of guys in even the 23s who came who weren't there in 2019. How important have they been to, to drive this whole thing on? There's a fearlessness maybe to, to love it. Yeah, I think you said a fearlessness. There's something about those guys, like Mac or even like Jimmy coming in on the bench. There's, uh, there's no issue, that, you know, there's, there's complete confidence in Jimmy uh, and, and these kind of guys. Like you said, they've, they haven't, they weren't there in 2019. You know, that was a that was a tough World Cup for all of us, and you know we had to dust ourselves off and, and kind of get rid of that scar tissue and move on. Whereas these guys have come in, they've come into a really good environment, and, and I suppose you know winning more often than not is, is something they're used to. So you know you would think, I'm not talking about Jimmy coming in on the bench. It's a, it's a huge game, but he's used to it, he's delivered for us in, in the past and in, in, in the limited number of caps he, he's had so I think that for us and for me and lads, I'm sure the more experienced lads would agree you know those lads coming into the environment they've added a freshness a fearlessness is the word that I'd use again and that you know drives us on to, to kind of you know chase success and, and expect to win. Boys quick question for each of you um, obviously Connor um, if you snuck into the All Black camp and you're only a team meeting, what do you think that they're saying about this Irish team? I don't know what Joe would be saying about us. Uh, traditionally, I suppose, the All Blacks, you know, they really focus on themselves and, 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 and what they can do and um, the standards they hold themselves to. But if, I suppose if you were to think about it, uh, what we'd like is, and we I assume there's a bit of respect there now. You know, over the, over the last number of years, we've, we've had great tussles with them. You know, when I started off in my international career playing against New Zealand was was really daunting, as, and it still is. Um, but you know, did we really expect to beat them? Um, this questionable. Whereas now, there's definitely a bit more belief with with the understanding of how good they are and how hard it is going to be to beat them. But um, you know, there's definitely there's definitely respect there on both sides. Okay. Oh, I've got the microphone taken off me. Okay. Perfect. Oh, brilliant. I'll take this. Okay, um, what's the single most important step or piece of data playing in the Blitz? I think it's, it's one weird one, which is our missed tackles. And people would say, like, missed tackles against teams is obviously so important, but, and, and it flashes up on TV, but very often when you look at a missed tackle stat, it can be a very positive thing. And I think teams that defend with a lot of line speed will miss more tackles. 
And I think if you get off the line, which New Zealand do very well in their defence, you will miss tackles, but you'll wrap them up and soak them up on the other side of it. So I think sometimes people get hooked into it, the negative on, on a missed tackle stat, but actually a lot of the teams in the world there that are missing more tackles are conceding less points. And I think that's something that's been a change because teams are coming off the line so hard and forcing teams back inside. Colin, what would it be for you, the group and the nation who were momentum building behind Ireland at the moment to reach your first ever World Cup semi-final? Yeah, it would mean everything. Um, on the outside, it's obviously a talking point that we've never got there. Um, within the group, you know, we think this is a different team and, you know, the capabilities are, are, are different, but yeah, to, to get to that point would be um, would be everything. Like this weekend is the biggest game I've ever played and, and it's the same for everyone in, in the group, so that alone to, to get through that would be um, a huge, huge moment, a, a huge milestone. You know, breaking a quarter final is something we, we talk about, you know, where it's cliche, but game, game, game on game, I focus on the next moment, but yeah, like the opportunity, you know, with the group we have, such a special group, it's it's something we're chasing, it's something we absolutely love to do for ourselves and for the fans that are here and at home. But, um, you know, I can't get away from you know, how hard it's going to be, how difficult a task it is. But um, yeah, it would mean, mean the world to, to all of us to, to get to that next stage. Ask Connor, you've got three Kiwis in your squad. Can you give us an idea of how that been this week and sort of motivation they hold to hopefully knock the All Blacks out of the World Cup? Sorry. Yeah, it's the third. Bondi, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like those three boys, um, so important to our squad and I suppose what they did, you know, taking the chance to come over here and start their life for themselves and um, improve themselves and uh, all three of them have really done so, you know, they're three world-class players who, who we're going to rely on heavily and have, have performed unbelievably well in, in, this, in this competition. Particularly Bundy, you know, Ed's hated, but he's been playing the, the rugby of his life and, um, you know, he can come across as a bit of a messer, you know, a bit of a jolly fellow, but like behind the scenes one is incredible. You know, the, the level of detail, I'm sure Vinny will agree, he's, he's always on the computers and always trying to figure things out, so um, it's actually a smart fellow, believe it or not. Um, so yeah, it hasn't really been mentioned, you know, the, the New Zealand thing, you know, they're, they're, they're part of our Irish team now, they're, they're really important to us, and I'm sure, you know, there's a part of them that, you know, they're a little bit extra, that they want to get one over on. On their, uh, their place of birth, but yeah, they're fully, fully part of our other so now. Just a quick one for, for each of you. Uh, Vinny, I always wonder what it's like in the box. And is there much shouting and roaring? Is it a kind of a tense place? I suppose it depends on the game, but you know, what's it like in the middle of all that and, and, and the various coaches around you? Yeah, I think it's, it's actually really, believe it or not, it's quite calm. Um, the, the only problem in the Stade de France is it's just so noisy the last couple of weeks with Irish fans, so it's impossible to hear each other, so we're all kind of mic'd up and, and in one channel because it's uh, it's totally different than we've experienced before, we're in like 
aviation headsets to try and knock out the noise and hear the messages from the touchline. Um, so for us, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredibly calm, but it's just very, very noisy. Very noisy and fast. It's unbelievably calm during a game. Celebrates the wins and then just sits back down and uh, yeah, he gets, just gets himself reset. And I love the authenticity that is. He, he just loves a big moment in the game, the same way as, as he was when a player, as a player. And um, he just fully immerses himself in a, in a try or something that we've done, and then just sits back down beside him as can show the last line out, and it's totally casual. Connor, just uh, asking to you then, you, you're around long enough to play against the great New Zealand teams uh, when they were world champions. Is it fair to say the All Blacks are not as good as they used to be? No, no, I don't think so. I won't fall into that trap, I think. I've been yeah. around long enough to know how, <laughs> how good they are um, and how, you know, how they, how they get hurt after a defeat or, or you know, people are criticising them. I know, I know at home in New Zealand, you know, their media is quite heavy on them. And, Expect high standards, so um, you know I know a lot of their players have played a lot of games, played against a lot of their players for a long time, and you know how good they are. You know there's so many world-class players with, with such ability. So um, no, the the threat and the the aura around the All Blacks is definitely still there. So um, you know that's that's the challenge. Rugby on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.